the snap, looking, flips the ball, diving for the pylon, and he's got it! Razzle-dazzle! Touchdown, Houston! And the Texans go in front! There is no off-season for your Houston Texans. Game day is every day. We had a lot of energy, and we brought a lot of spark for this organization. The best is yet to come. Five nights a week, the hits keep on coming. Ball is out. The Texans say they have it, and they do! Now, it's Texans All Access. Happy Friday, everybody. Welcome into a Friday edition of Texans All Access from the crib. Last day of July, we're inching, Ooh. inching closer. Circle this on your calendar. Two weeks from today. As it stands right now, August 14th, Texans training camp live from 8 to 10 in the morning. It'll be our first show. Circle it. And when I say it'll be our first show, that means it'll be the voice of the Texans. Mark Vandermeer, myself, John Harris, and Mark joins me now. Mark, how are you doing, my friend? Johnny, uh, it's going to be interesting because you're going to be on the field. It's kind of like you're a sideline reporter with the open mic, you know, know, with a co-host. And like I'll it. be up in the radio tower, and I say tower because I tweeted you a picture of it today, mm-hmm. the, the initial construction of the radio platform at the Houston Methodist Training Center. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I wanted the thing fence high, but yeah. it's uh, two or three feet higher than fence high, yeah. and it's going to be huge. I'm, I'm kind of afraid that Bill O'Brien walks by the thing and says, no, just <laughs> no, no, not doing this. But I you can know, just really, see the look on his face. Yeah. Vandy. Vandy, <laughs> what is you this? Have that. You can't have that. You think they have that in Tennessee? No, I mean it's it, no. it's awesome. If it stands and stays, it's fantastic because you will have you'll have the best view of that in the house. I will of, a- of anybody. It'll be I, a Greenbrier like <laughs> view. They're gonna want a camera up there. They're gonna bring Tommy or somebody up there to shoot <laughs> because it's so nice. It's the Bear Bryant Tower. The Vander Bryant Tower. I'm gonna I'm gonna name it. There's branding possibilities here. I should call Greg Grissom. Make sure we can get that done. Yeah. Uh, maybe you know call it the H E B Tower or whatever at the Houston Methodist Training Center. We'll double up. Uh, I think it's gonna be fun to watch practice like that. But it's kind of like being on a hill. If we had a hill like Flowery Branch, Georgia mm-hmm. is set up like that. I think Denver had a little hill. Uh, so yeah. some of these practice facilities have that. So it's as if we had one, but it's used as flat. I created my own hill. Thank you. Yeah, well, Denver had a closet, too. So, yeah, <laughs> where we did a yeah. show from. Yeah, where we did a show from, which not that instance in particular, but past training camps are going to come up in our discussion later on in the show, and you'll mm. see what I'm talking about in the next segment because I wrote my Daily Brew today, as I've been doing. I do my five top fives. And this one is all about training camp. And I will put you on the spot in the next segment to answer these five categories. And I gave you like a heads up as in all about 30 seconds before the show I sent this to you. I'm ready. You have to give me, and I'll let you think about it, and let people think about it, who is the most intriguing. Now, I did five of each from five down to one. You just have to give me one. Who is the most intriguing veteran, a guy that's already been here, Mm-hmm. Who's the most intriguing new player? Who's a name? What is a name to know? As in, maybe there's a guy on this roster. Maybe he's been here. Preferably a guy that's been here that maybe people don't know about. Maybe mm-hmm. plays a huge role. Maybe he doesn't. But, hey, it's maybe somebody we need to keep an eye on at training camp. 
also the don't forget about me. A guy that's been around for a year, two, maybe even three. Hey, don't forget about me. We're talking about a lot of these other guys. Don't forget about me. And then last and certainly not least, top training camp story since 2014. I put 2014 because that's when you and I started doing training camp shows together. And I started thinking about today, and I'm like, man, training camp from 2014 on. Obviously, Bill O'Brien getting in the building at that point. It's, it's been pretty darn fun. We've, yeah. we've done a lot during training camp. I mean, a lot. We've I almost gone had, to a lot of different places. I almost killed you in Green Bay by accident in the car. Yeah, yeah. that's true. I forgot about that. It didn't even make the top five. I don't know why that, that should have. I had need to revise my top five because that yes, should have. That should have gotten in there. My, oh my goodness! Did now, we I, make I, it though, Johnny? Did we make it in time? Not only did we make it on time, we made it before Clint finished his show. See. And we how. left the hotel at like 10 of for a 20-minute drive and made it. Yeah. For the people that don't know what, what happened, we were in Green Bay last year, and we had been doing the show from the hotel. And the hotel is in downtown Green Bay. Now, downtown Green Bay is uh, akin to like downtown uh, Conroe, maybe, I guess. It's not a, it's not big downtown. Right. You're not going to get stuck in downtown. Like, you got to make it from downtown to NRG. At 5.45, you know, you could forget it. But this is downtown Green Bay. And we realized that we were having a lot of trouble with the hotel Wi-Fi where we were staying. We couldn't get the show. We couldn't get things to, to, to work right with our computers and our technology and all that. So I just looked at you and said, go get the car, and I'll pack up, and we'll just go. And you ran and got the car. I jumped in. And it was probably about a 12 to 13-minute drive possibly we made it in like seven and a half minutes i think we ran every light we drove through a neighborhood i swear to you probably about 80 miles an hour and we pulled into lambo's parking lot and uh i remember you dropping me off in front and i looked and went it's 552 man we made, we, we made, made it, it. In, we made it in plenty of time we were pulling our hair out a little bit and then we ended up doing the show live uh from there and i think the general joined us too so uh, we had to tell him that story, but that was our story from Green Bay really last year. I hope my family's not listening right now because my kids already think uh, no, no. it's just terrible. But l- look, I will not run a red light unless <laughs> unless we have unless nobody's around. <laughs> <laughs> there was listen, there was nobody, there was nobody around that we we knew of at that particular mm-hmm. moment. But yeah, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, man, that was I. I kept it more kind of a thirty thousand foot view. Yeah. Um, so. <laughs> We'll take it from that perspective. Okay. Mark, we got to start off with a little bit of news, and then we're going to hear from Bill O'Brien and Jack Easterby. But a little bit of news today coming from the Texans. Sent out a transaction listing, and two players were put on the active, physically unable to perform list. Now, again, keep in mind, we, we reiterate this every single training yep. camp. Players can come off of this in a day, a week, two and a half weeks, all the way through training camp to the very last day. We've seen a lot of players start on this list, and sometimes it can be not passing a physical. Sometimes it can just be, hey, they just need another couple weeks to be fully and completely healed from an offseason surgery, and that is seemingly the case for the two players on active PUP, and that is Dylan Cole and Garyon Conley. Now, Dylan – Tore his ACL in, I believe, uh, late November, early December. 
I know it was I know it was double digit weeks. It was like week eleven, week twelve, something of that magnitude. Gary and Conley had an off season surgery apparently, and so it sounds as if both of them are just maybe need a little bit more time. And I hope that's what it is, Mark, because these two guys are going to play a huge role for this team uh, on the defense and special teams in twenty twenty for sure. Yeah, I mean, I, you love Cole. I know they love Cole. And Conley, hugely important, like you said. They both are. Uh, special teams captain for Cole uh, and in all likelihood again. And I just think that you're looking at a situation where, like you said, you just can't read between the lines here. This is what it is. I mean, it's active PUP to start camp. They, Like you said, they could come off tomorrow. It could take a few more days or weeks. But let's just hope they get back soon. Uh, and the fact that O'Brien said zero positive so far, so far. Yeah. And look, there's, I doubt they get to the whole year like this, but this is a really good start that yep. they have. That's big. That's really big when you consider, what, over 65 around the league as of now. Yeah, absolutely. And we're going to get to that in just a second because today was an opportunity for head coach and general manager Bill O'Brien, executive vice president of football operations Jack Easterby, to meet with the Houston media that included Mark and myself. We, as we typically do, we kind of sit back and let the media have their their opportunity to ask questions. And right out of the shoot, no surprise, the media wanted to know what's the update on the Deshaun Watson contract. You know, we're not going to talk about contracts in the media, but you know, we we obviously have stated, uh, and we 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 have so much belief in Deshaun. We love Deshaun. We want him here for a long time, but uh, you know, we're not going to we're not going to you know negotiate contracts or do anything like that through the media. We'll we'll keep that between us and and Deshaun's representatives, but, um, you know, he's here, he's, he's excited and we're excited about, about the season. Mark, I think if you were a betting type and you mm-hmm. bet any other way, oh yeah, he'll talk about it. He, there's no, there's no chance in Hades that Bill O'Brien was going to talk about a contract of any player, much less one as important as Deshaun Watson so if that was if that answer was surprising in any way, shape, or form, then you haven't been paying attention the last seven seasons or six seasons, however long Bill's been here. I was not surprised by that. Were you at all? It's the only answer, Johnny. It's the, you can't say, well, his rider is giving us a lot of problems. He wants fresh grapes every morning, and I mean seriously, he's not going to get into details. He wants yeah. five years. We want to give him four. No, no, he's not going to tell you anything. And he wants him around here for a long time. We'd all love to know what's going on with the negotiations. We'd love to read the emails, but we can't. So let's just wait for it to happen, and I hope it happens, like, tonight. Yes, I'm with you. And listen, I I totally and completely understand the question being asked. Oh, I, yeah, I sure. completely understand but that being asked. It, so, yes, and but I'm, you know what the answer is going to be. But you know you have yeah. to ask the questions. But you know what I'm the answer is. I'm glad you brought it up. I, you know, in fairness to the reporters, they have to ask that question. Yeah. If you do not ask that question, you know, if you're Sarah Barshop and you go back to ESPN and that question was not asked by at least you or somebody, yeah. right? Yeah. They're going to say, why didn't you ask the contract question with Watson? I mean, it's right. an obvious news question to ask. So, I mean, not that she asked it. I don't know who asked it, but the point is it had to get asked and everybody gets yep. their answer and you move on. If yep. you press him on it, now you have other problems. No, coach, we really need to know. We want to know <laughs> the amount. We want to know how many years. No, that's when you get into problems. But you let him answer and then you move on. Yeah, absolutely. And he was later asked a little bit more to something he was going to answer, and that was about Deshaun's decision-making. He was asked whether 
and what changes and improvements he has seen in Deshaun since Deshaun arrived here in 2017 until now. He's uh, an excellent decision maker. He's a very instinctive player. You know, one of his greatest traits is that he really has an understanding. He can see the field really well. He makes really good decisions. I think from where he was as a rookie to where he is now, it's it's improved leaps and bounds. And, and it'll continue to get better because of all the reps he gets in practice and how well he understands the pro game now. But he's a very instinctive player, and he's a and he's an excellent decision maker. I, I mean, you have to agree. I mean, you see the things that he does. You hear how he talks. You know, after games and what he sees. I mean, watching that, that film session was so impressive. And then I go back to what David Shaw said about him when he watched practice with Deshaun, when Deshaun was a freshman going into his sophomore year, watching practice with him. And he just raved uh, about Deshaun and, and what he saw and how he sees it and his his brain, as David Shaw pointed out. Uh, but it was it was cool to hear coach today mark talk about the improvements he's made and how things have changed and the one thing you and i talked about with deshaun i think it was last i think it was last year and i think i I asked him the question i said did you sense the game slowing down for you and he's like absolutely um and i think i was going into into either i think it was going into 2019 i said you sense it slowing down and he's like absolutely each and every rep i take every game i play the game slows down. And when you have that feeling, it doesn't technically slow down, but it, it allows you to process faster because you sense it slowing down because you know exactly what you're looking at. You know what decision you need to make. And now he's got more weapons around him, Mark, to be able to make those decisions. Johnny, it's the fourth year. It's like the fourth album for a classic rock band, like Led yes. Zeppelin 4, which is not no. the name of the album. It's untitled, but the one with Stairway to Heaven and Black Dog and Rock and Roll. Uh, they're widely uh, accepted as their best work. Aerosmith rocks, okay, their best album by far, by a billion miles, and I'll argue anybody into the ground on this one. A lot of bands hit that groove in album number four. For Watson, this is year four. This is a really interesting time. You know, you hope that the new deal's done before he gets into year four. But regardless, he's going to be out there with the wealth of history of experience behind him and still so young and so spry. This is going to be a fun season. Yes, absolutely. Now, things are a little different. There's no question about that. You and I have been talking about that. I've been down in the building on the service level. Everything is different from the Connexons we've got to wear, which Jack Easterby talked about and showed on the Zoom call to hand-waving in front of doors for them to open, to facial recognition. I mean, everything is different. And Coach O'Brien spoke on how everything is different at NRG and throughout the NFL. You know, we had our first team meeting yesterday. We're in the bubble. We're meeting in the bubble. Uh, Our people have done a great job of setting up the bubble. Everybody from our operations people to our video people, um, you know, everybody's done an unbelievable job getting this building ready. Uh, our cafeteria is is different. There's there's uh, auxiliary cafeterias that we can use. Uh, it's just, you know, it's just different. And then when you're standing up in front of the team and you have a mask on and they all have masks on and everybody's really, you know, distanced, uh, there's, no diff- there's no doubt that it's different. Yeah, it's definitely different. Little question uh, in that uh, at all. Now, it's also going to be different. Brandon, let's move ahead to number 18, have it ready. In the fact that, as Mark has pointed out, no preseason games this year. First time, I heard you talking about this morning with Sean and Seth, the first time in in uh, as far back, in forever, I think. Right. 
I think it's uh, NFL history. I, yeah, I really NFL do. history. That there's no preseason games. And definitely. Yeah. Definitely for the Texans. We know that that for a fact. Mm-hmm. There's no preseason games. And Coach O'Brien was asked, well, what do you do? How do you go about a situation when you don't have preseason games? And obviously, well, it's going to be different without them. I think that's going to be different. I really do. I think that um, we're going to have to plan at least two or three scrimmages. Uh, And I think that's also going to be different for coaches, where coaches aren't going to be able to uh, have those preseason games to iron out some of the communication, you know, from from the sideline to the press box and things like that and substitutions during a game. So, you know, we've planned on a couple scrimmages that we're going to have, uh, maybe even more than that, to work on everything and to give uh, players an opportunity to get on film, uh, bring, bring officials in here and give players an opportunity to get on film and do some things that, you know, uh, they, they would have been able to do or show in preseason games. I think that's a, that's a big, you know, big thing that uh, is missing, but we're all, we're all dealing with it. Um, But I think that's uh, part of our planning is how do we, how do we substitute for those preseason games? I think the other one, think everybody on this call knows that I enjoy the the joint scrimmages you know when we when we scrimmage over the years we've done it I think 12 or 13 times you know those are things that we love to do but we're not going to be able to do those either you know scrimmage the Saints scrimmage the Falcons the Broncos all the teams that we've scrimmaged Uh, so again we're going to have to break it up during training camp and have some like I said have some scrimmages and, and try to get these guys ready for the season. You know, as far as those joint practices go, we had two different teams that we would practice with every year that Bill's been here other than 2015 because that was the hard knocks year, and we were going to do the Saints. The Saints were like, no, 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 I don't want hard knocks around here. And so we ended up uh, against the Washington football team. That was the only time we've had one. Every other year, it's been one on the road, one back here. We've had that, you know, ever ever since – uh, coach has been here in 2014 when it started with Atlanta at home. Then Denver, 2015 was Washington in Richmond. And then 2016, we went out to San Francisco. And I think back here for the Saints, 2017, we were at the Greenbrier, but we had the Patriots at the Greenbrier. Then we went to New Orleans. 2018, what are we doing in 2018, Mark? Oh, we were at the Greenbrier, but then um, was there any joint came? practice that year? Wait, yeah, you we got back. We had to. Oh, the 49ers. 49ers. Yeah, they were. Yeah, right. The 49ers came. They came here because I remember Garoppolo. I remember mm-hmm. Garoppolo came. And then in 2019, we had the Packers up there and then Detroit here. So those have been hugely important. And here's the other aspect of this, Mark, that's going to be really, really, really interesting. From a personnel side, you have no joint practices to go off of. You have no preseason games to watch. So you have, from an evaluation standpoint, you've got nothing to go off of, especially young guys coming into the league, other than here's what they looked like in college. And if you think about those players, most of them you haven't even seen at a pro day. The last time you saw them was the last time they played a game. You will not have a pro day. You will not have a lot of times an interview with some guys. If you didn't get a chance to interview at the Combine, you didn't have a pro day. You didn't see them work out from that perspective. You won't see them in preseason. You won't see a joint practice. None of that. The personnel staffs around the league are on full notice to somehow find a way to get info about this in every team around the league. And that's going to be the challenge for the Texans as well. Well, don't you have players every year who 
don't make a roster but end up becoming maybe stars for somebody else, never mind solid players. Like Trevon Williams is a guy who comes to mind who was in camp here and the Texans just didn't see it, and he ends up having a long career in Green Bay. Uh, But I think this year, Johnny, you're going to get a few more like that. And by a few, I mean that would be a good over-under. I mean, you might get seven guys who are cut – but end up being really good players elsewhere because you just didn't get a long enough look. So it's not just picking the right guys for your team. It's who's leaving the building, and are they, right. are they ultimately going to make it for somebody else? Right. You know, it is tougher. Um, I forget who said it. It's still po- maybe O'Brien himself said it. It's still possible for players to catch on, for players to shine, for players to make the team out of nowhere. It's just extremely difficult. It's yep. more difficult than ever, but it's certainly possible. Yeah, no, it, you're right. It is possible. There's no question. Mm-hmm. But I know one of the things about those joint practices, those scouts, our scouts, were working overtime watching yeah. the other side. And you know, obviously in the preseason games, you know, they're working overtime to see all the preseason games around the league. So interesting times for the pro personnel staffs. Uh, throughout the league, and this is one of those years where the pro personnel staffs are going to have to be relying on the college guy, the guys that work the colleges, to get information from those guys. Hey, what do you think? You know, and really work together. The Texas staff has—they already do that, but it's this year where they're going to have to work even more. Okay, Jack Easterby uh, also spoke with us today, so we'll hit a few of Jack's comments on the other side, and then we will get into my five top fives. From training camp, heading into training camp. Most intriguing veteran, most intriguing new player, a name to know. Don't forget about me and the top training camp story since 2014. We'll do all that next right here on Texans All Access. Touchdown! Texans Radio continues in a moment. From the slightest bend to complex motions, your body is made to move. At Houston Methodist Orthopedics and Sports Medicine, our teams are using advanced technology and imaging to develop custom treatment plans, and our minimally invasive procedures can help you heal faster. We have the expertise to keep you moving because every movement matters. Find the care you need at 20 locations throughout Houston. Houston Methodist, leading medicine. Here at the Kroger Company, the fight against hunger is something that we are very passionate about. That's why we created the Zero Hunger, Zero Waste Foundation and have committed more than $6 million to our nonprofit partners, $3 million to Feeding America and No Kid Hungry, and $100,000 to the Greater Houston COVID-19 Relief Fund. You can help support our goal to end hunger in our communities by donating a dollar or rounding up your total to the nearest dollar at any Kroger store. To learn more, visit thekrogerco.com. It's the classic dilemma at Whataburger. You pick up your patty melt with two fresh all-beef patties, melted Monterey Jack cheese, grilled onions, and creamy pepper sauce. And just when you're about to dig into Whataburger's take on this all-time classic, someone utters the dreaded words. Can I have a bite? Should you? Shouldn't you? Maybe you just take a big bite so you don't have to answer. Good thing that dilemma's over. Good thing there's the patty melt at Whataburger. 
Do you know an outstanding Latino leader who is making a positive impact on Houston? Nominate them today for the Houston Texans Campeón de la Comunidad Award, presented by Miller Lite. The award honors a leader in the Latino community who is making a positive impact on the city of Houston through service to a local nonprofit. Winner will receive a $20,000 grant for their nonprofit and recognition at a Texans home game. Visit HoustonTexans.com backslash campeón to nominate a Latino leader today. Stay connected with the Houston Texans and join the Stampede email newsletter for the latest news and team stories. Each month, Stampede members have the opportunity to win sideline experiences, tickets, autographed team memorabilia, and more. Visit HoustonTexans.com to sign up. Make sure you follow the Texans on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat. And take the Texans with you wherever you go with the Texans app and never miss an update. More Texans Radio is on the way. Hey, Texans fans. With Tide Cleaners at-home pickup and delivery, cleaning your clothes has never been more convenient. Simply sign up at your local store, set out your dirty clothes, and one of our Tide Cleaners professionals will come directly to your home for a totally contactless experience. Your clean garments will be returned promptly the next scheduled delivery day. So skip the errand and enjoy life, not laundry. Visit TideCleaners.com or your local store to sign up for Tide Cleaners at-home pickup and delivery today. Right now, many of us are unsure about what may come next. At Reliant, we want to help you light the way. With 24-7 customer care and online support, we're here for you today and we'll be here long after we power through this. Just visit Reliant.com slash light the way or call 1-866-RELIANT because even though we're a bit farther apart these days, we're all in this together. Reliant. That's power. Your way. PUCT number 10007. Hyundai has always had your back. And now Hyundai is also looking out for your pocketbook. Introducing Hyundai Complimentary Maintenance. Three years or 36,000 miles of coverage that includes all basic maintenance. Hyundai. The longer you look, the more there is to life. Drive home in a new 2020 Hyundai Sonata, starting at just 24575 Complimentary maintenance included. Visit buyhyundai.com or see your local Hyundai dealer today. Call 202-929-0073 for complete details. Want to start an argument with sports fans? Ask who should be the MVP. Everybody has an opinion. This player does this and that player does that, and I could be persuaded either way. But when it comes to an MVP of MPG, yeah, miles per gallon, I made my choice. Chevron with Tecron. Why? Well, number one, it's proven. No gasoline gets better mileage. Number two, no gasoline has more cleaning power to help keep vital engine parts clean. Unbeatable mileage, unbeatable cleaning. You can't argue with that. Chevron with Tecron. Care for your car. Astros play tonight. Two straight losses for the Astros. First road action of the year in Los Angeles against the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. Lance McCullers making his start. 8-10 first pitch. Let's talk about it after. As the game goes final, we go live. It's the post-game show with Landry Locker. React first to the Astros game on Houston's Sports Leader. Sports Radio 610. I'm Wendy Merciless, starting outside linebacker for your Houston Texans. For the latest on your favorite team in mind, go to HoustonTexans.com. Yes, sir. Go to HoustonTexans.com. Absolutely. We got everything you're looking for there. Everything. You want podcasts, you want videos, you want written articles. We have got it all there. And I know you want football. I, listen, I, I I want football. You want football. Mark wants football. I mean, what are we going to do if we don't have football? I mean, come on. 
I mean, we're going to have it. John Harris here, Mark Vandermeer at his crib. And Mark, as we said, Bill O'Brien spoke to me today. Also, Jack Easterby for the first time, and it, which is weird because I know we've spoken so much with Jack um, that it, it felt kind of odd to say, well, this is the first time with the media, I think. But Executive Vice President of Football Operations, Jack Easterby, has now been with the team um, probably a full calendar year now, going into his second season. And he is, man, what what doesn't Jack do around the building? He and Bill O'Brien have worked tirelessly to make things happen uh, for the Texans in free agency, in the draft, around the building with COVID. It's been it's been crazy what those two have been uh, been able to get done. And Jack said today, sort of major lesson that he has learned in this pandemic. Before I answer that question, let me take it away from this specific situation in sports. And let me just say a a great lesson I've learned through this, Um, you know, as we've begun to try to create an awesome atmosphere for our players here at the stadium. One of the things that's happened is (laughs) I know personally I've been uh, educated so much on health care, educated so much on all of the things that happen around the country and around the world to try to keep people safe. Um, I've spent so much time with doctors and uh, with infectious control experts who've educated me about things that uh, I've honestly have never known about uh, or didn't have an understanding completely about. Uh, so I feel like uh, just in general, uh, this has been a great experience for me to add empathy to just how much healthcare workers matter in our country, um, how much uh, doctors matter in our country, uh, how much uh, athletic training, how much uh, nutrition, how much sanitation, all those things matter in our country, in our offices, and, and all the different places all over the country. They just matter. And make sure that you know your broadcast crew matters too, Jack, just just so you know. Mark, Mark, and, I, Mark and I matter as well. No, I'm, I'm kidding about that. But I, I think he brings up a good point, Mark, in that it's one of those things where we do kind of get in our own little silo of what it is that we do and how we go about it. And I think sometimes we, we can tend, not just you and I, but I think everybody, and Jack pointed out for him too, we can sort of focus on our silos so much that we don't broaden our horizons a little bit and look at all – the good that so many groups of people are doing, and obviously during this pandemic, so many different groups. The essential workers have been out there doing all of that for us so that we can do our jobs, and that is hopefully to bring a championship here to Houston and do great things for the city of Houston as we uh, have been challenged to do uh, by late Bob McNair and the McNair family. You know, it's funny you mentioned it with, with Jack. You know, we've been working with him for about a year and a half almost, and Then you look at how this was such a public day for him. You know, he's been on with us after the draft and everything, but he really hasn't done a ton of stuff out there. Uh, And I thought he did great. And I think it's great that everyone understands how important he is to the organization right now. And he's such a a student of life. I mean, he's constantly learning, constantly absorbing information. The Texans are huge into analytics now. And it's been a gradual thing, but also – I would say that what they've done in the last year and a half, two years, uh, well, year and a half really with Easterby and, and, and Bill O'Brien teaming up on this, they've taken some big steps, the biggest steps they've ever taken as an organization. So it's really going to be very cool to see how that affects them on the field, and it was good to hear from Jack today overall. Yeah, let's let's get to that cut about players that were added this offseason and what they were – what they were looking for, because obviously there's a lot that happened this off season, and Jack was asked about that. And they, 
you know, and Jack talked about what it is they were looking for and players that they were bringing to the organization, even before COVID was even a, a, a thought. This is what they wanted to do. Uh, Brandon, let's get to that last cut on players added this offseason. This offseason, as we've added, you know, Coach and I have been very intentional, right, uh, about the type of people and players that we've added to support uh, the initiative that's going on in our program right now, which is dependable, tough, smart. You know, coaches said it ad nauseum from the microphone and in our locker rooms and at every corner of our building. Dependable guys, tough guys, and smart guys. And so whether it's the draft or it's free agency or it's uh, other means, you know, that's the goal is to add people that fit those uh, attributes. And uh, we think we've done that. And uh, we're really excited about those guys. And uh, quite frankly, it's time for some of that to actually hit the ground and, and start, right? It's them getting time together and start really getting out there. And hopefully those values and some of those awesome leadership traits transition into our locker room quickly over the next few days. Yeah, and it's going to have to be that way. This is one of those years, Mark, where leaning on the vets – rookies I mean they haven't had that much time with the vets but when they get that time they really have got to soak in that knowledge and ask questions about everything I mean the city of Houston asking questions about the city of Houston where do I live what do I do where should I go uh, other than well you should go to the stadium and home uh, but you know how do I handle this for some guys it might be the first time they've ever had a checking account I mean there's so many different things that the the veterans are going to be able to impart that wisdom on to the young guys and it is a vital time at the beginning of training camp when they dive right in and things are going to be going fast and furious you know for these rookies and for the young, for the, the the vets that have come to this organization as well um, for those guys to to talk to the other vets hey what you know, what about this and obviously on the field the offensive scheme the defensive scheme what they do in special teams that's going to be something that if you've played around this league, you're going to be able to adapt to it. These rookies obviously are going to have to lean on those vets, probably, probably big more this year than than maybe ever before because of what we've gone through. If you're a rookie, you know it's funny we're talking about rookie younger players. Uh, are they going to be good, so to speak? Are they going to stick to work and home, and that's their routine for the next few months? That's what I think you have to do, and I think a lot of these yeah. guys will. I think the the way they vetted these guys, uh, they're going to know that these people are the type to be total professionals about the way they go about this thing. And I know it's not ideal, like you said, the city of Houston, all that it has to offer, although we're in the pandemic right now and a lot of stuff isn't what it is usually. I just think it's so important to focus on the game itself because that's your profession you want to make the most of these few years if it is a few years whatever yeah. you got it might be a few months might be yeah. one month for some of these guys you want to make the most of it so let's hope they stick to it okay they're getting into training camp yep yep uh, you've heard the promos right here on sports radio 610 they depending on how you want to title this whether this is the off season moved forward we will be out there August 14th. That's really kind of when we get a chance to see them at practice. Really, they won't put the pads on for another few days. But training camp is around the corner, or it's here. It depends on semantics, so to speak. So today I did my five top fives as it pertained to training camp. Now, I did five for each one of these. Mark, you don't have to. You can give me a name. You can give me a couple names. But I'm going to give you the five categories. You tell me who this player would be. Let's start with, in your opinion, and I put that on every single one, in my opinion, mm -hmm. in your opinion, the most intriguing veteran 
on this roster, a guy that was here with the Texans that we're going to see. Now, I tried to stay away from Deshaun, J.J., Laramie. I tried to go, you know, those guys are, I don't want to say Oh, I got it, I got it, I got it. Okay. The most intriguing veteran, in your opinion, is? Will Fuller. Will Ah, Fuller's on the same page. Okay, I didn't even look at yours, by the way, but Will Fuller to me is it, especially after hearing what you said about the way the physique looks, that he looks a little beefier, uh, which, you know, that's going to be interesting to see how it plays out on the field and as we get into camp and losing weight and everything and being out in the hot sun, we'll see. Uh, but but I think Will Fuller's the guy. I mean, you have no DeAndre Hopkins here anymore. We know that when Will's on the field healthy, uh, he really is the number one guy. I mean, that's, that's what it was. But the question is, can you remain out there on the field and be the yeah. number one guy? And, and that's what we all want to see. So I think he's the most intriguing veteran, you know, returning veteran on this roster right now. Brandon, do you still have cut? from Bill Cut 23 about Will. Do you have that? All right, let's hear what Bill O'Brien had to say about Will Fuller because he was asked about the fifth-year wide receiver from Notre Dame. I think, you know, he showed, he's, uh, showed up and uh, he's in great shape, um, looks good, has been working out, working hard. Um, he's excited about the season. He's excited about our offense. Uh, and we're excited about having him for 16 games. You know, he looks as good as he's ever looked. Um and uh, that, that uh, you know, makes us happy, makes us feel like we're going to get off on the right foot here. I didn't recognize him when I saw him, Mark. I didn't recognize him. Dreads are gone. Uh, he, he, he looked like, you know, back at Notre Dame, which I should recognize him. But just when you see him, you go, whoa, wait, who is that? Oh, that's Will. So the one other thing, though, about him is he, you can tell he's put on, he's put on some mass. We yep. talked about that, and hopefully it doesn't slow him down, and I don't think it will. Okay. My five top fives, that was uh, number one. Number two, who, in your opinion, is the most intriguing new player, be it rookie, traded for, or free agent signee? Gosh, I hate to stay at the wide receiver position, but I really think it's Cooks. Wow. Johnny, this, this guy's a br- – you this and I have guy. been doing way too many shows together. Yeah, I know. This guy's a, it's, it's like Andre. You know, the three of us can finish each mm-hmm. other's sentences. Yes. But this guy is a game breaker, Johnny. I mean, I think that people don't understand what you're getting here. They're looking at last year's stats. And you, you fall into that last year trap. He yeah. is not an old player, okay? He can still run like the wind. He was in a situation last year where they couldn't get him the ball. He, the mere, and, and here's the thing. The numbers don't have to be a ton better for him to be a huge factor if Will's healthy. Because, my gosh, if you're a defense, uh, you know, who? what are you going to do? You got Fuller, you got Cooks, you got Cobb coming underneath. Maybe Cobb's going to make some big plays for you anyway. You got all the other guys we talk about. I think Cooks is the one here. Now, the one I'm most curious about physically is David Johnson. I want to see how David Johnson looks like you would say, on the hoof and all that, see how he looks in practice, carrying the ball, catching the ball. You know, what, what, is, what does he look like physically out there? We never saw Carlos Hyde in training camp last year because they picked him up Labor, Labor Day weekend. Yeah. But I think David Johnson, he carries a lot of curiosity for me. Those were my top two. Brandon Cooks, one. Wow. Uh, David Johnson, two. I'm doing so well. Number three was Eric Murray. Number four is Ross mm-hmm. Blacklock. And number five was Randall Cobb. And, and I, I felt bad kind of putting Randall at five because it made it seem like, Oh, you're not excited to see him? Not at all. I'm really excited to see Randall, but I think with Randall, I don't want to say we kind of know what we're going to get, but I feel like I feel like we do. I feel like we're going to get trustworthy slot receiver who can do a lot of different things for you. 
But Brandon Cooks with that speed on the outside and so many different things that he could do, I, that's that was really kind of the difference. But I'm I'm intrigued about both of them. But Brandon Cooks was number one. Okay, <laughs> let's get to the next one. Okay, number three. Mm-hmm. Give me a name to know that maybe people don't know about. Whether it's somebody that's been here, mine. I cheated on this one a little bit. Okay. Um, I actually gave some. I gave the people a name that they needed to know. But I had some key people on my top five that I do think people need to keep an eye on that maybe some people out there don't know about for a particular reason. Give me a name to know that maybe people don't know about. Well, are we talking – so it could be a guy who's here. Yeah. I mean, I you know, I think Angelo Blackson always comes to mind in this Good kind one. of category yep. because – Angelo Blackson's so reliable. Uh, he's the type of player that they love. You know, he's a worker. It's not a glamorous name here. This is not a glamour thing here. I'm, I'm giving. He's he's an in the trenches guy, mm-hmm. but he's been solid out there for them and uh, playing that D line very well. Uh, look, he's not going to go to the Pro Bowl, but he's going to help you win football games. And you need him. You need Dunny. You need these guys to step up yep. because you don't have DJ Reader. And we all want to see what Blacklock does, but he's a rookie, so let's just wait and see. I know it's a different kind of position, though, the way they'll line him up, but it's all important up front. I chose defensive tackle as well. Okay. But I chose rookie defensive tackle Azoya Alafoye because that literally is a name you've got to figure out how to say. So. That's uh, oh boy. That's that's what I that's what I went with. Okay, I got two more. Let's hit these on the other side. And okay. the NFL has made a decision on one Antonio Brown. That is, if he decides to come out of retirement, we'll do all that next right here on our last segment of the week of Texans All Access. Don't miss a single thing on your favorite team. Follow us on Twitter at Houston Texans. This is Texans Radio. Teachers and parents, are you looking for educational resources to keep your students engaged at home during this challenging time? The Houston Texans, Toro, and ConocoPhillips have partnered together to provide Toro's Math Drills. Toro's Math Drills is a free video series that will challenge your students to math topics like fractions, multiplication, division, and place value, all the while having some fun. Sign up today for free at HoustonTexans.com on the COVID-19 resources page and run your kids through Toro's Math Drills, presented by ConocoPhillips. Go Texans! For a winning feeling, visit Del Frisco's Double Eagle Steakhouse in the Galleria. Indulge in prime steak and seafood, world-class wines, and exceptional hospitality. Looking for the ultimate game day experience? Host clients, alumni, and friends in Del Frisco's private Texans room. Watch your favorite team on a 60-inch television while surrounded by Texans memorabilia and seating for up to 14 guests. From extra fine touches to big screen touchdowns, visit Del Frisco's Double Eagle Steakhouse. Located at 5061 Westheimer in the Galleria. Hey, Texans fans. With Tide Cleaners at-home pickup and delivery, cleaning your clothes has never been more convenient. Simply sign up at your local store, set out your dirty clothes, and one of our Tide Cleaners professionals will come directly to your home for a totally contactless experience. Your clean garments will be returned promptly the next scheduled delivery day. So skip the errand and enjoy life, not laundry. Visit TideCleaners.com or your local store to sign up for Tide Cleaners at-home pickup and delivery today. To a child, time spent outside is never a waste. Play is a job and a serious one at that, and each day is a new opportunity for adventure. 
At Texas Children's Hospital, we're all about happy, healthy kids. And as the official Children's Hospital of the Houston Texans and local sponsor of Play 60, we join our hometown team in hoping that in your house, play never goes out of style. Hi, this is John Weeks with the Houston Texans. We are proud to be partners with the Houston Food Bank in presenting Huddle Against Hunger, a free in-school curriculum designed to provide information on hunger and poverty for students from elementary schools through high school. Sign your classroom up today at houstonfoodbank.org slash huddleagainsthunger. The mission of the Houston Texans Foundation is to be champions for Houston's youth. For more information, visit houstontexans.com slash community. Lots more to break down next on Texans Radio. Do you know an outstanding Latino leader who is making a positive impact on Houston? Nominate them today for the Houston Texans Campeón de la Comunidad Award. Presented by Miller Lite. The award honors a leader in the Latino community who is making a positive impact on the city of Houston through service to a local nonprofit. Winner will receive a $20,000 grant for their nonprofit and recognition at a Texans home game. Visit HoustonTexans.com backslash campeón to nominate a Latino leader today. Astros play tonight. Two straight losses for the Astros. First road action of the year in Los Angeles against Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. Lance McCullers making his start. 8-10 first pitch. Let's talk about it after. As the game goes final, we go live. It's the post-game show with Landry Locker. React first to the Astros game on Houston's Sports Leader. Sports Radio 610. Wildcat Golf Club is Houston's premier 36-hole golf facility. Featuring the Lakes Course and the Highlands Course, located just minutes south of NRG Stadium. We're now offering a new and improved player development program, including unlimited range balls for less than $70 a month and 50% green fees after 4 p.m. Players hit off the mats Monday through Wednesday and off the grass Thursday through Sunday. Sign up for this program today at the Wildcat Pro Shop and mention Texans Radio, and we'll add an additional two free golf passes. Okay, so maybe we're new to home improvement. But we're determined. So when it came to finding the perfect floor at the perfect price, our contractor gave us an insider tip. And whoa! At Floor & Decor, we shop the same incredible selection as real-life designers and contractors. And I appreciated the budget-friendly prices. Now, thanks to Floor & Decor, we're unstoppable. Oh yeah, we found where the pros go. Explore Floor & Decor in person or online at floorandecor.com. The tradition of postseason college football continues deep in the heart of Houston with a 2020 Texas Bowl at NRG Stadium as the Big 12 takes on the SEC. Be a part of the electric atmosphere and unique bowl week events celebrating everything Houston has to offer. Sign up for the wait list today at thetexasbowl.com to get exclusive pre-sale access, the latest event updates, ticket deals, and more. That's thetexasbowl.com. Back to the show that keeps you up to date on the Houston Texans. Texans All Access. We got one final segment of this week's Texans All Access. From my crib, I am John Harris, football analyst, silent reporter. Mark Vandermeer, the voice of the Texans in his crib. Let's finish up, Mark, my five top fives that I put out in my daily brew. We got through most intriguing veteran, most intriguing new player, name to know. And then this is one I always like doing. You and I do this during uh, training camp. We talk about the don't forget about me players. 
the guys that we haven't really talked about in the offseason. Maybe there's been a trade at a particular position or there's been draft picks. There have been signees that have been there. But it's like, hey, man, don't forget about me. I'm still here. Who would you put in that category? Who is your number one don't forget about me player? You know, I was going to say, you know, I could say Angelo Blackson again or DJ Dunning. You know, yeah, Blackson was in my top five. Because Brandon Dunn, uh, you know, don't forget about me. Yeah. I started 10 games a couple of years ago, and I can do that again, and I might need to, so don't forget about me. But let me go here with you. Jordan Thomas. Because Jordan Ooh, Thomas, one. who caught four TDs two years ago, last year he sees Aikens have a very nice year, and Darren Fells have a career year, right? Yep. So now what's going to happen with Kahale Waring wanting to make a statement after sitting out last year on injured reserve for the most part? Jordan Thomas, don't forget about me because I'm still here. I want to prove myself. I've got to make this team, you know, and not only that, I've got to be really good. If I'm going to play, if I'm going to catch touchdowns again, I've got to not move ahead of these guys necessarily, but show what I can do, be a part of a package or two or whatever. I mean, i got tremendous size. I can run. Uh, and, uh, Johnny, I love his personality. You know what Jordan yeah. Thomas is? He's like, all right, he's the OJ's love train, right? Now, bear with me here. <laughs> because if you're in a bad mood, you yeah. put on the OJ's love train, and you're not in a bad mood anymore. If you're in a bad mood, you see Jordan Thomas in the hall when he smiles, and you're not in a bad mood anymore. Because he has the ability to put people in a good mood with a smile. That's Jordan Thomas, the gentle giant, right? Am I right? Yeah. Yeah, okay. you're absolutely right. Now, it I might not be the O.J.'s love train for some. Maybe, maybe it's Earth, Wind, and Fire, uh, September. They got a lot of them. Earth, Wind, and Fire is probably the best feel-good band ever, right? Agreed. Ever. Agreed. I mean, you cannot be in a bad mood listening to Earth, Wind, and Fire. Their music is not like this dark, sad music. It's always happy. It's great. Yeah, I'm with you on that. I picked, an, right. I picked another pass catcher. Who'd but you I pick? picked the receiver. Again, I didn't realize until I just looked at this again. I picked receivers as number one. I picked Kiki QT. I'm Ooh. just not a thousand percent convinced yet that it's over. Well, yeah. they went and got Randall Cobb, they got Cooks, they got all. I, I understand. I, I get that. I understand. But this is a guy that in two games against the Colts as a rookie had 22 catches in two I games. Know. 11 That's incredible. He's incredible. He's got talent. He's got he, ability. Yes. He can do this and play in the slot and be a Big time threat, and maybe it happens. Do not, don't. I think it's been really easy to talk. Well, you know, the four or five receivers are going to be this and this and this and this. This very rarely do we bring up Kiki's name. Yeah, and yeah I don't yeah, think I, we can forget about it. It's a great point. You know, it, the the old Charlie Epps golf swing. That's how good you are. That's how good he can be. Right. Yeah. Those two games against the Colts, all those catches. That's how good he can be. Can he get back to that? This time last year, we were thinking, oh, my gosh, this is going to yeah. be huge. You get Fuller, QT, Hop out there on the field together. It didn't work out that way. Yeah. They found other ways to move the ball. But you're right. This is a huge opportunity for him. Year three got to happen right now. I mean, year three. I remember when, you know, Deontay Foreman going into year three, and I know the first two years were uh, injury-filled, whatever, didn't get a chance to really show his stuff. But, you know, this is big. This is a huge camp for QT right here. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, my last one Okay, was top training camp memory since 2014. And I used mm. 2014 because that was the year you and I started doing shows together uh, and when I uh, got in the building and when Bill O'Brien started. So it's all kind of the, the perfect 
uh, nexus, if you will. Mm. Top training camp memory since 2014. Well, all right. So uh, the the second year at the Greenbrier was the most fun I've ever had during training camp. That I'll just crown that yeah. right now because we knew what to expect. We had our houses, right? We did VRBOs. Uh, we didn't stay on the on the resort property. Uh, but you and I did our show in the in the evening at Slam and Sammy's, Sam Sneed's place. Yes. Of course, he yes. wasn't there. Uh, but we had a great time. <laughs> And uh, it was really cool. I mean, I loved that trip. I loved it. It, it wasn't too long. It was perfect. The yeah. weather. I mean, that that's my top memory. Look, you brought up uh, Denver earlier. Maybe I did. But yeah. the, the Denver preseason trip, the practices, um, that was our first year with you, you know, yeah. traveling with us. Mm-hmm. And we had that, like, the greatest preseason game ever when Tom Savage (laughs) threw the winning TD to Ryan Griffin and then a two-point conversion to Travis Labhart uh, to win the game. That was fun. That was, I mean, now that I think about the training camp, uh, the Greenbrier, I I did kind of like a 30,000-foot view for the most part, but my number one was very specific to a certain moment. Okay. But my top five were the Greenbrier in 17-18. you're right. 2018 was, that was a training, I mean, my kids were up there almost the whole time my wife came up there for the last like week mm-hmm. we loved it joint practices in santa clara i'd never been out to, to san good. francisco before that, was, that was fun that was 16 fans lining up at uh dark 30 in the morning for open practice every year that's always good sean watson's first game in charlotte 2017 yep. and mark will end it with this and we'll end the show with this number one Let's get the bleep out of Richmond, Jonathan Joseph, 2015, <laughs> in the rain against the Washington football team. That was absolutely awesome. Mark, thank you as always. Brandon, you're the best. Thank you so much for what you did today and hanging with us. To all you for listening, we love you. Thank you so much. We'll see you on Monday. Have a great weekend, everybody. And as always, go Texans. This is Texans Radio on Sports Radio 610. The mission of the Houston Texans Foundation is to be champions for Houston's youth. On Texans Tuesdays throughout the season, Texans players spend their only day off in the community, meeting fans and helping further our mission to do great things for Houston. 
Last year, Texas players made 250 appearances supporting programs in education, character development, and health and fitness to empower the next generation of Texans. For more information, visit HoustonTexans.com slash community. From the slightest bend to complex motions, your body is made to move. At Houston Methodist Orthopedics and Sports Medicine, our teams are using advanced technology and imaging to develop custom treatment plans, and our minimally invasive procedures can help you heal faster. We have the expertise to keep you moving because every movement matters. Find the care you need at 20 locations throughout Houston. Houston Methodist, leading medicine. Telemundo Houston entertains you every night with at 6 p.m. Exatlón, at 8 p.m. La Doña, at 9 p.m. Operación Pacífico, and at 10 p.m. Noticiero Telemundo Houston informs you with breaking news, the most accurate weather forecast with La Autoridad en el Tiempo, investigations with Telemundo Houston Responde and Investiga, and sports with Domina La Acción. Join us at 11 a.m., 4, 5, and 10 p.m. on air, online, and via our free mobile app. Telemundo Houston, working for you. More Texans Radio in spectacular fashion is on the way. Wildcat Golf Club is Houston's premier 36-hole golf facility featuring the Lakes Course and the Highlands Course located just minutes south of NRG Stadium. We're now offering a new and improved player development program including unlimited range balls for less than $70 a month and 50% green fees after 4 p.m. Players hit off the mats Monday through Wednesday and off the grass Thursday through Sunday. Sign up for this program today at the Wildcat Pro Shop and mention Texans Radio, and we'll add an additional two free golf passes. Hey, Texans fans. With Tide Cleaners at home pickup and delivery, cleaning your clothes has never been more convenient. Simply sign up at your local store, set out your dirty clothes, and one of our Tide Cleaners professionals will come directly to your home for a totally contactless experience. Your clean garments will be returned promptly the next scheduled delivery day. So skip the errand and enjoy life not laundry. Visit TideCleaners.com or your local store to sign up for Tide Cleaners at home pickup and delivery today. Hey, parents and teachers. We know teaching kids at home can be hard, and teaching math can be even harder. Well, Schlumberger and the Houston Texans are here to make math fun with the Texans Stats Challenge. Get your student in the game with worksheets, videos, tips, and more to make math fun using the game of football. All for free. The Stats Challenge, presented by Schlumberger, is designed for sixth grade students and covers a variety of math topics. Find the Stats Challenge and other great resources as we continue to huddle at home at HoustonTexans.com community. What makes Ford F-Series the best in Texas? Just listen to the folks who drive them. Ford is by far ahead of any other competitor out there. The technology that they put in the trucks, it's incredible. I love it as a family vehicle. I love the size and the space for my daughter. If you want reliable, dependable, and a good-looking truck, Ford's the way to go. I want to drive the leader. Ford F-Series, America's best-selling trucks and the best in Texas. Ford is the best in Texas. We're here in Energy Stadium with our favorite people in Houston, our one and only Texans fans. So what are you guys cheering about? We're celebrating Dyke and opening the country's third largest manufacturing plant right here in Houston. Yeah, baby! That's over 5,000 employees already and still growing. Wow, those are some winning Dyke and stats for Houston. Sounds like they're one of our biggest fans. On three, two, one, Dyke! Air intelligence!
Calling all superheroes. At the Felchin Children's Center, all of our foster and adoptive parents are our heroes. If you've considered becoming a foster parent, there's no better time to attend a virtual informational session. The Pelchins families come in all shapes and sizes. They are single or married, working or retired, have children of their own, or no prior parenting experience. What they all share is a genuine desire to care for children and the ability to provide a safe and loving home. Learn more at thepelchin.org. The Pelchin, the official charity beneficiary of the Texas Bowl. KILT, KILT, FMHD2, Houston, Radio.com Sports Station, and your home of the Houston Texans.